Hey, hey, hey! Jackass, you're ruining the show here. Ah, oh, what a shame. Sully! I really can't leave you alone for a minute. Oh, man, am I glad to see you. How are you doing, kid? Uh, I'm doing just great. So, had to grease a few palms. Did go through the rest of your money. And a good chunk of my own, but... Hey. Ah. Jesus, you stink. Yeah, not half as bad as that cigar. Yeah. Hey, how'd you find me? Well, a uh, friend of yours asked for my help. Hello, Nate. Oh, no. No. Now, wait a second. Sully, kick her out and shut the door. We're safer in here. Just wait a goddamn minute. Hear her out. Thank you, Victor. Hey, no offense, Sully, but you're not exactly the best judge of character, especially when it comes to women. Fair enough. All the same. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the video game podcast, PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the 2B to my 9S, John. Ah, man, after my own heart. <laughs> oh, I can tell this is going to be our best episode yet already. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're... Uh, your spirit is up on what feels like a very slow week in games. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's taken a lot to bring the energy today, so I think you, uh, you nailed the, uh, the character intro there, so well done. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, just, to, just to ask, or do you have any plans to play the Call of Duty beta, Modern Warfare 2 beta this weekend? It is open for all PlayStation users. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Um, I mean, I haven't really been into Call of Duty as we've talked about in a while. And so, you know, with uh, as we'll talk about in this podcast, with the limited time of a gaming father, uh, you know, I have to be <laughs> very selective and choosy, I think, with the things I play. So, um, no, I may, I may get the full game when it releases, depending on my friend who I used to play with back in college. But that's, that's probably the extent of my Call of Duty adventures uh, for at least this year. Okay. Fair enough. I don't. I might check it out if if I have some time. Just download it and see what it feels like. Download all probably four hundred gigs of it or whatever it's gonna, <laughs> yeah. whatever it's yeah. gonna be. Delete all my games. To yeah. download oh, one stop it. You have what two games installed on your PS Five? Four. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Look at the big pants on Nick. Oh man. I, I run a tight ship on my PS Five. Yeah. You know, if I'm not playing you, you're not on there. So. Man who knows what he wants. That's I respect it. <laughs> All right, so let's move into the format of the show. This is how it works. We each bring three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing, a news item, a topic we feel like talking about, an email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, or Twitter DMs to PSPalsPod. Any of those things, we feel like talking about it. It's an open format, uh, and we'll bring it. So I'm going to kick the... John! Look what? out behind you! Uh, it's another conference! Oh what? my god! Oh, 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 oh boy. I got scared there for a second. You legit got me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it, I, I, I may have to get my eyes checked because it was not a shitty conference. Thank god. Oh. Cool. It, it's, it's a mini boss, a, a shitty announcement. <laughs> oh, good. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> that announcement being that we are getting an Iron Man game from Electronic Arts and Motive Studio. 
Motive, who is currently working on that Dead Space remake, who previously did Star Wars Squadrons and worked helped dice with Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, they just randomly announced this on Twitter that they are their next game will be an Iron Man game with in collaboration with Marvel. Um, John, mm-hmm. why was this not at the Marvel and Disney Showcase? I don't know, because the the industry has collectively decided that they don't want anybody to have good conferences and one-up each other again. I, I have no idea, dude. Yeah, why Why now? Why not at the showcase? I know uh, all they ha- apparently have to say is a, a Twitter announcement. They don't have a trailer or anything. It's just an image of Iron Man. Uh, so. I mean, that's on par with the Captain America game that doesn't even have a name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boy, everyone is Lord. just so excited to work with Lucasfilm on anything that, you know, you got Ubisoft working on that Star Wars game. You got uh, Machine Games and Bethesda working on Indiana Jones games. They just like to announce that they're doing these things, but no title, no release date. Just like, oh, we're working with them. We're doing, we got this property and is we're so a, excited. Is this, is this a Lucas Lucas Arts thing? Iron Man? Oh, well, I just kind of looped them in because it's okay, all Disney, okay. you know, gotcha. so... Well, I think you can probably include LucasArts, you know, parallel to Marvel games, too, is if there's any studio that even gets a whiff of that Marvel money, they're going to say, hey, 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 we're doing this just to, just to, you know, get as much eyeballs on them as possible, for sure. Right. It, might, it is, it's, the only thing I can think of is it's like a recruitment effort. It's like, hey, you want to work at Motive, our next game's Iron Man. You know, we haven't released Dead Space yet, but let's talk about our next game. And we want you working on it, so let's just get it out there. That's what we're doing. And that kind of uh, leads me into my next question is, are you kind of bummed that they're not going to be working on a proper Dead Space after this Dead Space remake that's coming out in January? Oh, yeah. Very bummed. Um, For many reasons. Uh, I... I believe I've explained my Marvel feelings on this show, and it's getting worse and worse every day. I like Marvel. <laughs> I think they make fine things. I cannot believe how inundated we are with Marvel properties from every medium now, and I'm praying that we don't see what is going on. And I know we have differing opinions here, Nick, and we can talk about it, but I, I pray that we don't see what's going on in the movie industry right now bleed into the video game space. And it, it, it sure seems like it's going to because, <laughs> you know, every single property, every big budget thing, every, you know, large announcement from these companies seems to be tied to something. And I mean, Iron Man, like, Iron Man's sweet. People love Iron Man. He's a, he's a cool character. You know, Robert Downey Jr. did that character great, you know, did him very, very well. So I understand the appeal with him. But this is 2022. We've killed Iron Man. Iron Man is dead. <laughs> There's been three movies dating all the way back to 2008. And so it's just like, what are we doing? Do you guys not have an original idea for a story? Mm-hmm. Or, or did you have an, an original idea for a story and decided to put an Iron Man skin on it just to make it sell more copies? And that's, and that's my problem with a lot of this stuff right now is, is it seems like companies are you know, creatively bankrupt. I know I'm playing Far Cry 6, as some people have told me last week after I went on this rant. I know that that is a very, you know, meat and potatoes game, but it just seems like the creatives out there, these people who, you know, work on these games and, you know, are, are the ones shepherding us, you know, to find the next great IP, to give me my next Nathan Drake, my next, um, you know, infamous game, whatever the new IP, Ghost of Tsushima, there's so many things out there 
that we can get to. And uh, I just worry that we're getting into this space where everything is going to be Marvel or Star Wars. If it's not, it's not going to sell. So what do we do? We do the safe <laughs> thing and put all the money behind, you know, the big property that we know is going to do it. So, um, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm not too excited. I, I, you know, in, de in Dead Space, right? Dead Space, going back to your original question, Dead Space, one of my favorite games I've ever played, quite honestly, the more and more I think about it and the fact that it's getting remade is awesome. Um, I would just hope that, you know, I, was, I would hope that Motive, you know, if, it, if they do a good job, if it sells well, it's critically received well, you know, why wouldn't they either go on to Dead Space 2 or p potentially reboot the franchise with a new vision, whatever the case may be. That seems to be the typical, you know, cadence to these kind of things. So to tell, to tell that team that already, before they've even shipped that game, that they're going to be moving on to something in entirely different um, is a little, little strange to me. But, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what the, the long-term plans are there. Yeah, it's it's a bummer because yeah, we both love Dead Space and we thought that this might give the remake might give credence to them working on more because what they've shown so far, the game looks looks pretty good. It looks really good mm -hmm. at this point. Um, but and then to go to you know, I don't mind people doing Marvel, but when they're gonna do the most risk averse character, <laughs> as you yeah. said, that's been so oversaturated not only in movies but in games too, because he's in Marvel's Avengers. I've played Iron Man this year, right? You know, is like it's just what yeah, what can they do with the the property that's gonna make it interesting? And I, I wonder if this has a lot to do with, again, risk adverse, like mm -hmm. because they already have a Iron Man simulator <laughs> engine in Frostbite that did yeah. the game Anthem, which was yeah. all about a bunch of different uh, Iron Man suits in quotes. You know, and that, that was that, by far the best part of that game from what I heard. I never touched yeah. it, but they said the flying actually felt pretty good. So. Yeah, so if the plan is the, you know, they haven't said what engine they're using, but I, I would bet that I wouldn't be shocked if it's this Frostbite engine and it's using a lot of uh, the work that went into Anthem, which is was a commercial flop for Electronic Arts and uh, Bioware who made the game, that they, they kind of, hey, let's, you know, hedge our bets and put this all into this new Iron Man game because we all the, the engines there, the, the text there, a lot of the assets. So, mm. but yeah, I'm with you. It, what a risk adverse choice and <laughs> what, a, what a bummer, not only from the fact that Dead Space won't be their next game and a new title in that franchise, that, but also they have to pick the most boring uh, Marvel character on top of that. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm not against superhero games. I mean, I don't, I can't think of a, a, you know, group of characters that lend themselves better to video games, right? Everybody wants to have superpowers. Everybody wants to, you know, be a, you know, Spider-Man or whatever the case. But um, it's just there, you know, with a, as we're seeing with all these, you know, new Moon Knight shows and She-Hulk, you know, there's a crazy amount of characters out there, and I think no matter what, these types of games will sell. So give us something new, man. Give us something crazy. I think, you know, Insomniac choosing Wolverine is is a step in the right direction, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the X-Men have been gone for a while. We haven't been saturated crazy with with those characters in the movie space for the last 15 years. So to see, you know, a beloved character come back and and kind of allow them to you know get people excited by showing this character that you know everybody loves Wolverine but we don't get a lot of him so you know even if they I don't know I, I don't know superheroes as well as you but I, Moon Knight could be a good choice you know mm -hmm. because then you, you can you can lean also into the narrative slash 
um, maybe more investigative side of it, where you're you're playing as um, I believe his name was Mark in the show, if my memory serves mm-hmm. me correct. Where you know you're kind of doing the investigation Egypt side things and weaving in this this narrative, and then you know when you want to go into combat, you know you dress up as Moon Knight. Like I don't I don't even know if that's a good idea or not. It's just you know I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know give us something new, man. Yeah, I mean, that's basically a Batman Arkham game. Like, Moon Knight is pretty much the Marvel version of Batman as far as abilities, that's you know. But he also, has, he also has, you know, the schizophrenia and the multiple personalities, which lead to different versions of Moon Knight. It, that translates pretty incredibly well to a video game. Yeah. So that would have been much more exciting. Um, and I wonder if it's just, like, maybe it's just the play for everyone to try and lock down the, the best heroes, right? Like, you yeah. know, now now you won't see an Iron Man game from Insomniac or you know any other studio, so it's like oh now Iron Man's the mm-hmm. Electronics Arts uh, property, but yeah this is this this is the next phase of the mergers and acquisition uh, you know craziness that we've been dealing with. People are now <laughs> going to start buying up uh, individual Marvel properties <laughs> to make sure that they have them locked down through twenty forty five. God. <laughs> yep. This is exciting times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the game could be good. Be good. It yeah, probably the- will. And that's, that's almost what is frustrating about it, <laughs> quite, quite honestly, because I don't know, man. I just I miss the good old days with, with video games where, you know, had the ability to kind of really surprise you. And it's just like, okay, what's this going to be? Uh, well, it's going to be third person, you know. Okay? Yeah. You'll probably get to shoot. You'll get to change your weapons with your, you know, your suit. Okay, uh-huh. you got rockets. You got lasers. You fly. Uh, uh-huh. He's going to be snarky. He's going to have quips all over the place. And, yeah, that's it. So I'll be shocked <laughs> if it's anything other than that. But I'll stop. Maybe we'll get Nolan North back, too, to play him. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be Nolan North and Troy Baker, you know, and then they'll get uh, Laura Bailey to play Pepper Potts. And, uh, yeah, you know. And they'll get, you know, and then I, I could, and they'll get, uh, who, what's the name of the guy that plays uh, Vision? What's his name? Paul Bettany? Yeah. You know, they'll get him. He'll be the one guy that they get in to be the actual voice from, like, you know. He'll be the actual voice. No. Call it now. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So no shitty conference, but a shitty announcement. But I'll yeah. probably see this game in three to four years if we're lucky. Yeah, that's probably a good bet. Probably a good so. bet. But, uh, All right. Moving but, on. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've, I'll just, just kind of briefly here, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a very father heavy week for me. So, <laughs> you know, my, my son's recently started kindergarten and so I'm taking him every morning. We're coming, I'm coming home from work, you know, doing homework and stuff with him. The girls have been, especially my, my twin daughters that are nine months old, uh, have been, you know, a little bit uh, fussy this past week. So I haven't had a lot of time to check out the video game spaces, at least as much as I would want to, but I, I haven't had at least a little bit of time to check out two different games that I've been wanting to check out for a while now. So um, wanted to at least kind of, you know, uh, say what my impressions are of them and, you know, and then what might do something a little bit later to allow me to focus on one of these. But um, those two games are Chicory and Tales of Arise. Um, so I'll start with Chicory because, Nick, I know you've been playing this a mm-hmm. tiny bit as well, so we can kind of go with that. But um, this was a game that was provided on the PlayStation Extra tier um, on the 20th of this month. Uh, it's an indie game that was published uh, last year um, by, let me check my notes, by Finji, uh, which looks like to be a very small team, maybe five, six, seven people. Um, so, you know, it's obviously an intimate passion project. And you can definitely tell, man. Uh, you know, this game, it, it's, 
the, the basic concept of this game is you're kind of a, a master painter type dude who's inherited, or you're, you're basically not a painter, but you've inherited this paintbrush that colors the world. And there's always somebody who is in charge of the paintbrush to kind of, you know, um, I think there's an official term for it, but I can't recall. And all of a sudden, all the color is gone from the world. So, you know, something happened to the person who was in charge of that brush. Uh, and you go out, you find the brush, and then you decide, okay, well, now I have the power. I have to figure out what's going on. And so you go through... Um, screen to screen, you know, much like a, a Zelda Breath of, or Link to the Past, where, you know, you kind of get to the edge of the screen, it shifts over, shows you the next thing. You get to the edge of the screen, it shifts over, where you have these black and white uh, trees, house painted areas, and you can start to color in the area, which allows you to interact with the world in different ways. But what I think this game has done especially well so far, I've only probably put about an hour into it, is it's exceedingly charmful it's mm -hmm. you know it's one of those games where you can just you're just kind of smiling constantly not really knowing why you know uh you start the game and uh you know nick told me this one when he checked it out and i thought that was pretty pretty cute is it asks you what your favorite food is you know without really any context and so you type in whatever it is uh, and then you find out that that's the name of your character. And like, it's, it's a tiny little thing, but it just kind of you know, lends itself to allow a little bit of you into this character. And you, know, you start playing the game. Again, you can see the cutesy vibe of it all. But it's, um, it's just charming, man. You know, it has great audio design, too. You know, I was playing it with the, the 3D Pulse headset, and you know, walking from one side of the screen to the other, you can really hear the footsteps go from one side to the other. You got the dual sense integration going through the controller as well. Um, but you know, there's just kind of something cathartic about going into a black and white room um, and then to start coloring you know, tree trunks in or, or foliage or little, little houses here and there. It kind of does this thing where you know, if, you're, if your cursor is with inside of the parameters of, let's say, a tree trunk and you hit the color button, it's just going to fill in that entire trunk immediately. Same thing goes with houses or other various things. Uh, if you're not inside any specific thing, you're, you're going to be doing kind of some free coloring. And that's not so satisfying because it's just not very good to do with a controller, but mm -hmm. the whole the whole filling in of the different um, items I thought was actually pretty nice because when you start to do that a lot, you know you'll you'll be moving around the map, you'll be going from screen to screen, you'll be in a black and white world, black and white world, black and white world, and then boom, all of a sudden it's, you're in a place where you're colored, and like it just kind of hits you in a cool way, but. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I haven't really gotten any combat or anything like that. You know, I know there's a lot of collectibles and things, um, but this is this just been a game that I've been wanting to check out for a while. It got an 88 Metacritic score last year and kind of I think surprised everybody. Um, and uh, really happy that it made extra. Um, and definitely gonna see it through. I don't know if I'm gonna do it immediately or or down the road. Um, but yeah, I, I I know you checked it out a little bit as well, Nick. What are what are kind of your thoughts on it? Yeah, I'm through uh, chapter four in the game, uh, and I know you're not that far, but pretty pretty much it works that you explore, get to a dungeon, you beat the dungeon, you get a new ability, and rinse and repeat. It is a very Zelda-like formula, uh, but it, it, like, as all the things that you mentioned, the game is just brimming with all the characters are adorable the all the side characters they're all different animals and they just are well animated and look great and are, are very funny the writing is very funny but it's, it's also very serious too your character deals with a lot of self-doubt and depression about whether they should be the wielder of the paintbrush so there's mm -hmm. this, there's a really good story being told here um 
And as you mentioned, drawing with the controller can be very frustrating. I know you haven't done this yet, but a character asks you, you ask a character to draw you, and then the character's like, oh, I'll only do it if you draw me. And, oh. then, <laughs> and then they compare the drawings, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have my son do that for me. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're asked uh, quite a few times. Like, you'll go to, like, a pizza shop, and he's like, I need you to design my new logo. And you're like, oh. I did, uh, I did you know, design my own shirt uh, yes. in the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to do it, like, you know, in earnest. We're like, okay, cool. I'm going to. And then I think I ended up with just a black stripe down the middle and I erased <laughs> I erased the middle part of it. I was like, ah, that's fine. I don't care. I do not care. But the adorable thing is that of course all the all the animals are like, oh my God, that's amazing. You did so right. good. And right, which added to how funny it was for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sure on PC you could do a lot better, but yeah, it is funny yeah. with trying to use the right stick or the touchpad. It's just you I don't see how anyone's gonna make anything good looking on that. But no, but that's you know not not particularly the point, but um yeah it's yeah it's pretty pretty though yeah uh it is very collectible heavy i don't know if you've seen as much but they are all over the place in this game so i know platinums all, all i've seen are cats be, okay is it, all, is it all cats all cats all trash that you find on the ground all gifts all um the bigger gifts which are different paint brushes um okay and uh, yeah, there's quite a bit. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be quite the effort to get that platinum. You know, mm. probably probably. Yeah, I, I, I unlocked the ability to fast travel, so it probably won't be too bad. But it'll still probably be like a you know you better listen to PlayStation Pals for two hours and then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, knock I saw it out. some walkthrough. I saw a, a YouTube walkthrough video, collectible video for it, and it was um. Two fifty-seven minute videos. So I'm like, Oof. Uh, yeah. So you know, and so at that point, yeah, you're just pausing, go. So we'll see. But I, you know, this I think would be a game, even though if I decided it wasn't worth it to get the platinum, then I, I want to see it to the end anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's right. Know, yeah, for sure. Um, um, the only we I did want to mention one weird thing is that the PlayStation Plus Extra version we get is the PS4 version. If you want to play the PS5 version. You still have to pay for it. It's twenty bucks. Like is, that's what one a of, bunch of horseshit. <laughs> I don't know what the real differences are, but uh, it's just something weird that I noticed. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want the PS4 version. I want that. Oh, you want me to pay for mm, it? That is lame. Okay. I mean, I know that there are some people out there that are very uh, against. You know the the ten dollar upgrade fee and Sony raising the prices of games to seventy, which you know Ubisoft has now done as well. But I think it's just you know the reality we live in. That is kind of a shitty move. But at the end of the day, you know they gave us the game, which is which is what's most important. I wish they wouldn't nickel and dime quite that bad because that you know who who really cares? You know if if we have the PS4 or the PS5 version, it's just it's just would garner a little bit of goodwill, but. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine what would be different about the two games except for maybe slightly faster loading times. That's the right. only thing I can I can maybe think of. Right, smaller install size maybe. Yeah, but yeah, just All a right. weird thing. But yeah, a great game, and as I mentioned, with I'm also planning on completing it and then going from there. Cool, cool. And then uh, the other game that I've been checking out uh, is Tales of Arise. 
Uh, this is a RPG um, that came out last year. Uh, it's a pretty universal acclaim. It got an 87 on Metacritic, so it was something that you know I definitely wanted to uh, wanted to play at some point. I do have a soft spot for JRPGs, or at least I used to. Um, but this this comes from Bandai Namco, and um, so far so good, man. I I've, again I probably put about another hour or two into it. Um, but right off the bat, you can tell the production value is is very very high. Um, like any anime slash JRPG, you're gonna get hit with the same things you always get hit with, which I know bugs you to no end, Nick. But you know <laughs> it is kind of just comes with the territory. Sometimes you know main character that has amnesia doesn't know where he, you know where he comes from. Blah 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 meets meets person who obviously is going to change their life, and he's probably going to be the chosen one. I'm, I'm sure he will be. So it's, it's got all that. But that aside, it's A, it's gorgeous. It, it does the thing that uh, I really liked about Persona 5, where you kind of, you know, you have your in-game uh, graphics and cutscenes and things, but then also every once in a while it's going to cut to like a full-fledged, fully animated, hand-drawn animation style that just looks really, really good. Um, so, you know, you're supplementing your story with that, where you can kind of, you know when you should be paying attention, you know when you need to, um, need to you know, not look at your phone or anything. You're actually watching the story, which is nice. Um, and then it has a lot of these little, um, I believe they call them plays, or, or I'm not sure what it is, but basically you'll get a little in indicator on your screen to hit R1, which brings up some, like, um, comic mm -hmm. book style um, narratives that they kind of just add context, add a little bit to the characters and how they interact with stuff. So, you know, there, from everything I've heard, there is a great story there. Um, I just hope it, yeah, it doesn't stay too long in the amnesia, I don't know what's going on land and, you know, gets to, gets to be something that's a little bit more unique, but I think it will. Um, and then I think this game, what it really excels at is, is its combat. I've always, I've never played a Tales game, um, but I've always been intrigued because it is the JRPG, uh, it is a JRPG, but has active battling, which is not a very common thing in that space. You know, you have Final Fantasy VII Remake, but other than that, you know, when I think JRPGs, at least I think Persona, turn-based, Final Fantasy, turn-based. Final Fantasy X is my favorite one of all time. That's like, that's as turn-based as you can get, where the game will not move forward until you make a decision. So that's what I've been used to, so it's kind of nice to, to get into something different, and, you know, it does a great job with adding, you know, you have your, obviously, your standard R1 attack, but then you can assign to triangle, uh, circle, and X, you can assign what, they're, what are called arts, and these are just, you know, basically super abilities that kind of live off of a uh, refresh meter, uh, but a pretty, pretty quick one. So you can constantly, like, I'll, I'll hit triangle, which does, like, a rising attack, pops the enemy into the air. I can slash him a couple more times. Once I'm in the air, all my arts change to in-air arts, so really you can equip six at a time. And it really allows you to kind of play with it and... Um, you know, find a, a combination that works for you. Uh, then on top of the fact as well that, you know, you're in a party system and you can hit some of the d diagonal or the uh, D-pad buttons to switch to, uh, you know, the female in your party who is more ranged gun attacks. And, you know, it just kind of does that thing very well. But, you know, it's, it's going to scratch the itches that I want with JRPGs, which is finding more and more increasing better weapons and things like that, you know, opening chests. Um, it has a, <laughs> I know this might seem weird to some people, but something in video games that always makes me feel comfy and always is nice for me is just a, a, a tight little mini map in the corner and it does that really well where, you know, you can kind of see with the layout of the, the, uh, 
area in front of you if there's like little little areas tucked away in a corner or something that shoots off or you know a little hidden path that you might have missed otherwise and so it's just nice to kind of be able to go through it and just know that you're seeing the things you need to see um but yeah i mean that's kind of all i got to say so far it, it, it is you know spoiler alert for later in the podcast we're going to figure out which game i want to see through <laughs> right now um and this is definitely a contender um but this is another one. I, I, I bought the PS4 version, got a free upgrade to PS5, which was nice. Um, so if it is something you guys, anybody's been wanting to check out as well, uh, you can definitely do that. You can do that with Dying Light 2 as well. There's, there's a lot of games out there that you can just do the free upgrade with, just usually not Sony games. So um, anything to say about this one, Nick? I are know you, it's not... Oh, are good. you playing with the English voice or the Japanese? Good question. So I'm, I have not yet decided. I started the game in Japanese um, because that's typically what I, what I go towards. Um, it just it fits the style. It fits this type of game, so it makes sense to me. And they do, they do a really good job. I feel like the game is meant to be played in Japanese, but after about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I, I wanted to just see how the English was, if it was you know one of those English dubs that just is fucking god-awful and you have to turn it off immediately, or if, you know, if it was a little more, um, little more nuanced, because I, I did, again, Final Fantasy X, I played in English, so I didn't know if maybe that would feel, feel familiar as well. And uh, it's pretty good on both sides. I honestly haven't made up my mind which way I would want to go through, because on one hand, you got English, which is nice, because I can, you know, I can look at what's happening on the screen a little bit more, absorb a lot more of the environments and things. Um, I did notice with Japanese too, when you're not in a cutscene, the character will speak. You know, there's there's characters on the street, and their dialogue pops up in the bottom left of the screen. So it's really hard when somebody's kind of talking at you and you're moving to like glance down, see what it says, glance back up. Um, so there are actual, I think, limitations to the Japanese side, but. I do enjoy some Japanese dialogue, so I, I don't know. I mean, if I hmm. if I do continue this, I will definitely update the audience. I, I'm probably leaning towards Japanese, though. Okay, I was just curious. Uh, yeah, yeah, this has been a JRPG that's been on my radar too because a it looks it looks fantastic. You know, I I've recently played two demos, Valkyrie Elysium and uh, the Star Ocean demo, and the mm-hmm. one thing that those yeah that they don't do very well is like the 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 art design and the the world is just so bland and lifeless that you know that, that I might as well just play this game if I even have the inkling to try to play either of those. So um, yeah, dude, I'm looking at like a screenshot right now, and it's like this gorgeous like pixely. He's got like his fire sword, and he's holding it out, and it like looks like it's breathing dragon fire in the back. It's just it's yeah, it's really they they definitely went hard on the visual side of things. So. Um, I'm hopeful. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be a game. It's a game that you know. The moment I popped it in, I, I knew it was what I wanted to be playing. I know we all kind of have those feelings sometimes. Similarly to how unfortunately I put down Cyberpunk, and you know it just wasn't what I was feeling. You you kind of just have to listen to those moods sometimes. And so, <laughs> um, you know, hoping that it's something that you know sticks with me because I I have yet to this day. Uh, been able to find a JRPG that that quite captured my attention like Final Fantasy X did. So um, yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm curious to hear uh, more about it if, as you get further along. If you, because the one thing about JRPGs is they, they grind you down. They sure do. <laughs> <You> <laughs> they know, sure so, do. <laughs> so well, I'm curious if you do continue to play it, uh, how you feel about that. So sure. All right, so moving on to kind of the the big news of the the weekend and the week, 
You know, last, over last weekend, a bunch of leaks happened with GTA 6. Someone uploaded about 90 clips of the game. Uh, the game is obviously still in development, so these clips have uh, are don't don't look very polished. You know, there are some you know UI tools in there, some developer tools in some of the videos. And I don't particularly pay attention to these things, but when Jason Trier tweeted that he confirms that these leaks are not only real, but this is probably one of the biggest leaks of all time, that kind of got my attention. Mm -hmm. um, John, did, were you able to check out any of like the footage that's been in these leaks? or uh, A tiny bit of it. I mean, I will admit the moment I saw what the leaks were, I am kind of immediately wanted to you know, nope right out of there because it's, it's evident that it's not polished. It's, it's so early in the stages mm -hmm. that it's, it's, you know, what purpose would it be to even want to consume that stuff at this stage? You know, I, I would much rather wait for a full blown out, you know, unveiling that Rockstar wants mm -hmm. me to see as opposed to what uh, apparently some 17 year old in the UK decided wanted us to all see. So um, <laughs> I, I haven't checked out much of it, you know, at least in terms of the, the content of the leak. Right. Right. Well, it is the bit one of the. I mean, if you were to say, what do you think the internet's most anticipated video no, game is? I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, I would, Tears of the Kingdom could be close, but I think that's a much more niche thing. I mean, all you have to do is look at the sales of Grand Theft Auto Five, man. Yeah. That's all you, that's all you have to do. <laughs> right. And as uh, as we mentioned, Saints Row not satisfying that appetite. Uh, these clips mm -hmm. certainly certainly did because um, the game the what is there does does look good. Like I said, it's not polished, but there's there's more nuance to it. it. Like in Red Dead Redemption Two, you know, you could interact with every NPC. You know, you could rob them, you could greet them, you know, whatever. And this kind of has the same system. Uh, and even with when you get pulled over by cops, cops just don't instantly shoot you like before. You can interact with them. They interact with you. Ooh, um, that's cool. And there's, yeah, more, more of that level of detail, more interiors. You know, mm -hmm. the person goes into a strip club, you know, all of these things and convenience stores. And th that level of detail is really there. So the footage itself is is exciting you know and i'm like you i don't i don't really want to see it i don't i don't care the leak does nothing for me i mean grand theft auto 6 is going to be as we've talked about before is going to be amazing because they're dumping more money and more people into it than any other franchise because it'll it'll sell you know oh yeah so. it's gonna be i mean i think the first grand theft auto 5 made three billion dollars in like the first day or two something <laughs> like it's just Think about that, man. Avengers Endgame, biggest movie of all time, made $2.8 billion over, like, I don't know, a couple months. It's just, it's insane, the power of this franchise. <laughs> it was funny, though, because, of course, the internet being the internet and why, you know, developers don't want to share early versions of their games is people started shitting on this. Like, this mm -hmm. this game, we don't know when this game's coming out. It could come out a year from now, it could come out two years from now. And of course, the internet is like, this is what the game looks like? Oh, yeah. this looks like crap. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I saw a, uh, you know, like one of the internet cartoon, you know, whatever you want to call them, where it was basically somebody going, hey, I, uh, I have half of my house built, do you want to see? And then somebody goes, yeah. And then it's like what they expect. 
when it's like half, like literally, if you took somebody's house and just cut it in half, or like half of it, <laughs> half of it's furnished, wallpaper up, you know, looks beautiful, and then just the other half isn't there. And then he's like, "Oh, this looks great." And then you know, it's like what it actually is is it's just the frame of the house, right? It's it's we're halfway there, but it's just we're building the infrastructure, the bones, the pipings, the wiring, mm-hmm. and then and that person going like. Well, you said you're halfway done. This looks like shit. And it's just, <laughs> you know, it's it's just that, yeah, not not understanding the amount of, like, I can't even begin to wrap my head around the amount of work going into that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a little upsetting. I would I would like to say it's, it's you know, disappointing, but I totally expected the right. internet to react that way. Um, I just, yeah, it's going to be great. I just, for me... The idea of it being as nuanced as Red Dead Two scares me because it's just I don't I, I don't have that level <laughs> of time anymore. I wish I did, but it, it uh, I'm, it's gonna sell. Oh my god, it's gonna sell so much, so many copies. Uh, well, again, we'll check back in in three years when it comes out. So maybe, maybe yeah. you'll be, your life will be more under control. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, here, you're Levi. You're you're eight now. You can play this, right? Come play with that. <laughs> we'll definitely want to. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll yep. I think. How old were you? Well, you're. I guess you're. Not to date you. You're a little bit older than me. But how old were you when you played your first Grand Theft Auto game? So I did play Grand Theft Auto Two. I don't know if that counts. I was very young at the time. I was definitely in elementary school. Is there like uh, late swearing and, and stuff in that? Or I know it's top down, but I don't remember. I mean, the violence is there. You're still able to run people over and you shoot yeah. guns and stuff like that. And I, I just remember I because you know, as a kid, you can just, there's a button for farting. So you <laughs> know, like <laughs> sweet. But uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, I, I don't remember. I probably was in middle school, but I it would have been okay. in that cusp. I would have been either late yeah. elementary school, and I, I it didn't. I it didn't. I don't think it had any effect on me, but and no, I didn't realize no. what the franchise was at the time. So, you yeah. know, I mean, Grim. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You know, I I you know I didn't know you could you know pull over prostitutes and have them give you oral like you can in Grand Theft Auto Five. You know, and so and, or and you know they didn't have strip clubs like they do in these you know in that were introduced in like Vice City and then you know or in, is in Grand Theft Auto 5 so there wasn't like other than probably the language and the violence you know there wasn't a lot you'd have to explain to me sure. <laughs> that goes on in these newer games which is all, just Trevor alone in Grand Theft Auto 5 you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, sit down and talk about think twice, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I played three I think I was 12 or 13 and so I, I wasn't, you know, wasn't a wee lad, but definitely probably shouldn't have been playing it. But, you know, it turned out okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, back to the, the ugly graphics, it was nice to see the other gaming companies, like, rally around. I know uh, Remedy yep. showed early versions of Control, um, Guerrilla Games and showed early versions of Horizon uh, to show, like, hey, this is what, you know, these games look like in development. Like, they look absurd, like... Uh, I, the mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves rare showed off Sea of Thieves, and it, it was the, all the characters were like giant beans. You know, they right. were just <laughs> they were all really goofy. So, you know, like don't don't take what you see for anywhere near close a final product. No, and, no that game's gonna be bananas. I mean, the only the only thing I'm worried about with that game, I'm not worried about the graphical fidelities, the the level of detail. I am a little worried about the the writing, and that's just because the Hauser brothers are gone. I'm, I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm wondering how they will do with that. Um, but in terms of like how the game looks, how it plays, uh, all the systems inside of it, I nobody needs to worry about anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of the big news. I. Again, I think you're with me, John. That I don't think it's that big of news, other than it is a massive leak. Um, but I think, as far as the story of Grand Theft Auto Six, it, it'll just be the tiniest bump in the road, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, that's it. So let's move on. It's quiz time, oh, everybody! No. Yeah, Nick, are you excited? This no. is what happens when I have when I have no time to play video games. I gotta figure out how to how to talk about stuff. So we're going to do a little bit of a quiz for you, my friend. Oh boy! We're gonna quiz you on Vladimir Putin's life. Are you ready? All right. First off, <laughs> when was he born? <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna have a, a little little fun here. I got a uh, a PlayStation quiz lined up for you, Nick, just to see, you know, just to see uh, how big of a PlayStation fan you are. And uh, we. Is it multiple choice? Uh, there are some multiple choice. There are okay. some not multiple choice. Okay. This is, um, this is a horrible thing. to pull. We're recording on Friday, end of the week. This is the worst time to pull this on me. I gotta, I gotta steal my brain. It sounds like you're. <laughs> it sounds like you're scared. It sounds like you're nervous. <laughs> no, don't be worried. Don't be, don't be worried, Nick. I don't think these are too bad. All right, we'll see. So I, Let's bring I got it. seven, seven questions for you. All right, you ready? All right. All right. Question number one: What year? Did the original PlayStation hit store shelves in the United States? Oh, man. Is what it 97? No, 1995. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it actually came out uh, in December of 94 in Japan and then, uh, and then came out September 9th, 1995 in the United States, which okay. is crazy. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? Like, I was six years old when that thing came out. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't remember my... Because I, I, I feel like the Genesis was my console until I was, like, 12, but obviously not. <laughs> oh, it's, oh. Just, it's just crazy to think how far we've come. I mean, that's... Right. I mean, that, I know that it's over, you know, 20 years ago, but... Yeah, that's still incredible where video games have come and the, yeah. what what a game looks like now to look up any PS1 game, you know. Yeah, look up Final just, Fantasy uh, 7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just past the uh the 27th anniversary in the United States, so. Yeah, Crazy watch time. a video of Grand Theft Auto 2 as I as I previously brought up, you know. <laughs> All right, question number 2. And I don't I don't expect you to know this, but I think you you can probably get it. Okay. In their first month, how many PlayStations did Sony sell? 30,000, 300,000, or 3 million? PlayStation 1s? Yes. 30,000, 300,000, or 3 million in their first month. Man. It's like, I don't, I can't think, I can't. Three, the the second option, the three was it three hundred thousand? Ding 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 ding! Yes, three hundred thousand. Okay. Three yeah. million seemed like an insane amount for that time. <laughs> yeah, no, three. I mean, three million would be probably now. You know, yeah. when video games <laughs> as big as it was, but back then in nineteen ninety five, yeah, I don't think they were they were hitting that number. And, um, and it was the first console, so you know, it's uh, unproven. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> PlayStation sure. wasn't the brand it was. It exactly. is now. All right. All right. So we're we're one of two. Not bad. Okay. All right. What? is the best-selling game for the PlayStation 1? Is it Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, or Gran Turismo? I'm gonna say Gran Turismo. Yeah, Gran Turismo. It, uh, <laughs> it, it was number one with just over, uh, or about 10.9 million copies. 
Uh, Final Fantasy VII was second, and then Tekken Three was a little bit down the list, but uh, I don't remember what three exactly was. But I wanted to just at least make it a little more, I think, notable because it was. I think it was a Grand Theft Auto game, which just was weird. Um, I only got that because you had mentioned that when you talked about Grand Turismo Seven about how many. Oh, it just sold. sells like nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, whatever, <laughs> for whatever reason, you know that that's that. I, I believe every PlayStation console, the number one seller except for the PS4, was a Grand Turismo game. But I could be wrong. All right, so two of three, not bad, Nick. Not bad. Now. All right. You need to rank some stuff, all right? You ready? Okay. I want you to rank the consoles in total sales from PS1 to PS4. So in the total sales, you can start with, if you want to start with the lowest or start with the highest, I don't care, but rank them in total sales. I'm going to think it's PS2, PS4, PS3, PS1. Almost. PS2, PS4, PS, PS3. PS3 okay. is actually the, yeah, the lowest. But PlayStation 1's eked over, I think, about 100 million, and the uh, PS3 was right about 90. So, okay. um, hmm. yeah, not bad. Okay. All right. You're almost there, Nick. You're almost there. All right. What is Sony's best selling game ever? Bonus points if you can guess the number. All right. So, I'll give you multiple choice. <laughs> actually, I'll give you crazy bonus points if you can get it off the top of your head if you want to just throw out a guess. But if not, I have four multiple choice questions for you or answers. You said Sony franchise? What is so just, yeah. What is Sony's best selling game on their platforms? Specifically, their platforms. It, that, <laughs> I'm naming a game or a franchise? A game. Right. So, like, so like yeah, like Call of Duty, for instance, right? <laughs> It's not, it's not going to be Call of Duty because all those sales are split across all the consoles. Uh-huh. We don't have the, the specific number, but uh, yeah. Oh, so it can, it can be even third party? <laughs> it, it can, yeah. Okay. But it's not. I'll give you a hint. It is not. <laughs> it's, Would you like the multiple choices? Is it, is it Grand Theft Auto V? <laughs> that is third. That is third. Okay. Yep, 19.39 okay. million. Okay, wow. That's that's pretty incredible. That's something else. Read it. Is it is a is it a Modern Warfare two? Nope, not Call of Duty. Hmm. 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 I don't. All right, give me the give me the choices then. <laughs> All right, we got God of War 2018, Uncharted 4, Spider Man, or Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh boy, is it Spider Man? It is Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that huh. that that game destroyed, and uh, you know, one of the one of the biggest gifts for Sony ever, especially then they bought Insomniac for what two hundred million dollars or whatever the hell they paid for it. It's crazy. And, and you're getting uh, mad at other studios for <laughs> I, <laughs> buying I up the other Marvel oh, properties. I get it. No, I get it. I'm mad. I'm more mad at the players and consumers. That's who I'm mad at. All right, fine. Can't, don't buy Spider-Man 2. You can't no, buy Spider-Man 2. Day one, baby. Day one. All right. Uh, who is the current head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios? Worldwide Studios. Uh, I I don't know. Herman Holst. Herman oh, okay. Holst. Do you know what studio he was previously the head of? No. Gorilla. He was Gorilla's guy. And then uh, okay. I believe when, when Sean Layden left, they promoted Jim Rock and put Herman Holst in charge of the Worldwide Studios. Okay. All right. And one more question, Nick. You, you all right? You ready? Can you do one <laughs> yeah, more? Let's, yeah, let's do it. All right. Can you name any 
former PlayStation first party studios. Former. Former. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them that I saw. At least. <laughs> oh, it was. Is Japan Studio considered? Yeah, Japan Studio is considered. That's the most recent, uh, recent one. I mean, technically, uh, they say they kind of absorbed into a Sobe a bit, but mm-hmm. uh, that studio does not exist anymore. Can Can you name any others? Oh, who did MotorStorm? That's I know they're. Mm, who did do Motorstorm? Who did? <laughs> I don't remember the studio's name, but uh, that was that was Evolution. Okay, and it was is that one of them. Evolution, yes, Evolution. They're also who did uh, Drive Club. Um, the other okay. ones we got big. Okay, big. hang on, hang on. I, oh. I, I, who did Starhawk and Warhawk? Ooh, hold on. I don't know. I will look it up for you though. <laughs> I'll do some live checking. Because I'm trying to think of all the big PS3 games that are that are, didn't make it. I googled Starhawk and it went to Starhawk, the American author, some hippie-looking lady. <laughs> Starhawk game. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, it says Santa Monica. Hmm. Let me see. It, it, it says it says it was Lightbox Interactive in Santa Monica Studio. I, I wonder, was it maybe a second-party game? No, Maybe. published by Sony. I don't know. Yeah, Lightbox. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Then I'm trying to remember. Like I'm trying to remember who did Folklore. That was another first party game. But no, you can you can list them off. Like, I'm trying to think of other f- franchises that have died. Sure, sure, sure. Like, yeah, I don't really know many. <laughs> like honestly, you did you did good just getting one man. Uh, you got <laughs> you got Big Big. Uh, we got Evolution, uh, Gorilla Cambridge. I've never heard of this one. Incognito Entertainment. I've never heard of them. Uh, Japan Studio, Manchester Studio, Studio Liverpool, and Zipper Interactive. Zipper was probably the, I would say, the other one that you might have gotten. I believe they were the guys who did, like, SOCOM and stuff. Oh, okay. Incognito did it. Did Warhawk. They did oh. the first one. That's weird that, it, that Starhawk was a different team then. Huh, yeah. Look at that. We're learning, bud. We're learning. Yeah, and they did all the Twisted Metal since Black and on. Yeah. Yeah, they're only around six years. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We did it, man. Let's see. So I think you did... Four out of seven? Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well done, Nick. Well done. Maybe I'll have to do one for you now next week. (laughs) (laughs) That would only be fair, I guess. (laughs) All right. Well... Let's keep moving on. Let's keep trucking along. Um, Naughty Dog tweeted this, but it's not actually true just yet. Uh, they they tweeted that Uncharted... Thanks, the, Neil Druckmann. <laughs> the franchise turned 15 years old this year, and it does, but not, but not quite. Its actual birthday is November 19th. That is when Uncharted Drake's Fortune released all the way back in 2007. Mm-hmm. So... I figured they tweeted it, and we haven't really talked about the Uncharted franchise on this show, and by November 19th, we will be so deep in God of War that I don't think <laughs> there, there'll be air for anything else at that mm-hmm. time. So I just wanted to talk about the franchise. It, uh, again, started with Uncharted, Drake's Fortune in uh, 2007, and then they would go on to release Uncharted 2 Amongst Thieves in 2009, Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception in 2011, and then Uncharted 4 A Thief's End 
in 2016, and then Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, in 2017. Uh, there have been a few other games in there by other studios, but uh, I just wanted to get our thoughts on that. It also started spawned a movie that came out last year starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberger. Mark Wahlberger? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's his franchise, Mark, so, Mark I don't Wahlberger. I was intentional or not, but I appreciate it either way. <laughs> it's funny. I wrote it down as Mark Wahlberger, so maybe I just, maybe I'm hungry at the end of Friday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, John, I wanted to get your thoughts on the franchise. I know when we rank Sony Studios, you did rank Naughty Dog as number one, so I, I assume you do like this franchise very much so, because it's the only other franchise they've done uh, besides The Last of Us. Uh, well, but yeah, what are you? What are you? Recently, at least. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Uncharted franchise and the you know the four point five games that came mm -hmm. from Naughty Dog? Um, I don't think it can be understated how important that series is to the health of PlayStation as we see it today. Mm -hmm. um, I think Uncharted Two specifically is probably the game that set Sony on the course that they're still on today with their crazy focus on single-player narrative third-person shooting games, right? We've, mm -hmm. we've seen so many of those since this series. And, um, yeah, I think top to bottom, man, these are just, you know, um, incredible gaming experiences. You know, it's it does so many things well. And, and you know, mostly I would say narrative. You know, the gameplay is good in my opinion the shooting could be better but you know when we think of uncharted we think of the characters nathan drake is one of the most lovable protagonists that you know i have ever mm -hmm. played in video games he's you know basically indiana jones right but he's 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 uh he has quips all over the place he's smart he's funny he can you know obviously um fight uh, as well as any the next guy can, um, and I think that you can, can't really ask for a better protagonist. I think Sully is the perfect. So, that should have been our intro today. The Sully to my Drake, you know, he's the perfect. Comp, um, We've done it compliment. before. Oh shit! All right, there. Um, you know, he's the perfect complement to Nathan. You know, keeps him a little grounded, kind of as a father figure to him, but. You know, just growing up, growing with this franchise, you know, starting from the first one in 2007, it, it's a good game, but it is not anywhere close to where the franchise eventually came, you know, went to. And the fact that they came out with the second one and immediately knocked it out of the park, um, you know, really just demands the, it, that franchise demands my attention now. Uncharted 3 was fantastic. Uncharted 4 was fantastic. Uncharted Lost Legacy was, you know, it was good, it, it, but still we're talking about a 9 out of 10 and not a 10. Um, you know, but I, uh, I'm very curious to see where this franchise goes going forward. Uh, without getting any spoilers, you know, Uncharted 4 came out a while ago. You should play it if you haven't yet. But you know, there's something at the end that kind of leads into what the future of Uncharted could be. Um, so I'm curious to see what direction it does take because it does seem like Nathan Drake is getting sunsetted. But um, again, man, I think that this this franchise is why Sony views Naughty Dog as their crown jewel, why other, a lot of people such as myself view them as their crown jewel, and it also set the DNA in the, in the bones for The Last of Us. I think that you know, there's, there's very few games out there that are similar to one another as Uncharted and Last of Us. You know, tonally, they're completely different, but as, on a gameplay standpoint, there's no denying that The Last of Us you know, took all of its cues from Uncharted. So mm -hmm. I think we owe it a lot. I think that... Uh, you know, it will go down as one of the greatest gaming series of all time. And, um, you know, Unchar like I said, Uncharted 2 specifically was such an important game that, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. 
don't know how else to, to say it. <laughs> do you do you have a, a favorite game in the in the franchise? <laughs> Historically, I would say two, um, but it is interesting. I you know I I haven't played. I played them when the uh, Nathan Drake collection came out for PS4. I I think three might be the better game, but I still just have. I have the nostalgia for two, and four is fucking awesome too. You know, four is mm-hmm. the evolution of all of it. It's just my problem with four is like, I feel like it's the first six or seven chapters where you're literally not fighting. You're just you're you're young Drake, and you're just kind of exploring, and like that's cool. But I I just remember when I was playing that game, I was like, let's get going. Come on, let's get going. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I want to do stuff. Um, you know, but it probably is worth doing a replay of that game at some point if I if I can ever find the time. Uh, but I would probably, if I, if you put a gun to my head, I would order them <laughs> two, three, four, one would be my my ordering. Okay, all right, yeah. I think is again everything you said is exact. You know, I think the the writing and the characters was what really made it different from its Indiana Jones uh, copycatness. You know, you know Richard McGonagall as Sullivan, Emily Rose as Elena, and then obviously Nolan North as Drake. Just kind of breathe life into these characters that to just you can't help but smile when they're on screen i want to drink a beer with nathan drake like <laughs> he's just he's just like you know he's he's such a cool guy he's you know you play that game you're like i wish i was as cool as nathan drake i wish that i you know was as smooth as nathan drake that i was as good with girls as nathan drake that i went on adventures as nathan drake he's just you know he's just a cool fucking guy and uh you know really 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 likable yeah, of course. Yeah, the the he's almost a James Bond character. You know, traveling the world. Yeah, gorgeous yeah, women. Silly, you know. silly James Bond. That's a good description. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I've only played through each game once. I again with Naughty Dog games. I boy, the endings of their games just can be the most frustrating part because they leave lead so heavy in the combat, and that's been like the the weakest part other mm-hmm. games like I love the climbing I love the platforming but you know you put me in a firefight with 10 dudes and some dudes have armor on and they're chucking those annoying grenades at me yeah. you know I just I just can't I just can't do it but I, I I'm with you on everything you said this defined not only Naughty Dog titles but you know the DNA spread through everything that Sony does you know Horizon Spider-Man it's all there you know mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think like a, a new Uncharted game would be, you know, it, it, it. I could see on somebody saying that you know they wouldn't get excited. We played all these before, but I would be especially excited because now that I've played The Last of Us Two and I've seen the evolution of Naughty Dog's combat, integrating that into an Uncharted game mm-hmm. would I think make it be, you know, take it to the next level if that's even possible. But um, yeah, I uh, I really 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 like those games. It is interesting though. Like I, whenever I think of my favorite games, I never think of Uncharted, and it's not until I'm pl- actually in the game and playing that I'm that I'm having like that I like want to play them. I'm never like, oh man, I could go for some Uncharted right now. It's just like, nah, they're there. But then as soon as I'm playing, I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta keep going. I gotta get to the end of this. Like I'm you know I gotta get to the train scene. I gotta get to the cargo right. plane. You know, there's so many cool set pieces that you forget about until you're back into it and you're like, oh yeah, this is this is the stuff. Yeah, that's that's funny because I got my PS4 after Uncharted 4 had come out, and it, yeah, it was the same thing. Like, I, it was off my radar, and then I was just like, oh, okay, I'll start this. You know, Uncharted's you know a good franchise, and then it's like, oh, whoa, <laughs> jumping from Jeep to Jeep and all this stuff, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah. and you just you 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 put you can't put it down. It's it's, it's a very some of the engaging most cinematic franchise. shit you can get in games, man. Yeah, so so after this, uh, they do their Last of Us multiplayer project. You would Uncharted Five be what you would want from Naughty Dog, 
No, I've, from Naughty Dog, I, I still want a new IP. I think yeah. I think that that's what we need from them. I think uh, we. I, I want something from them that is different, and I don't know what direction that would be. I, I imagine it's still going to be third-person shooting oriented. That's fine. Give me a sci-fi Naughty Dog game. Give me a space Naughty Dog mm-hmm. game. Like I think, like give me something that's a little less grounded, and I would be very, very curious to see what they could do with something like that. And, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, I believe they tweeted some weird something the other like like a month or so ago that like looked like it had some concept art or something it might have even been in the last of us part one remake that they had some like weird space picture and people are kind of starting to think that that is what the you know they kind of tease what their next project is because famously with uncharted 3 they had a newspaper mm-hmm. in the bar scene that you know showed the clickers from the last of us you know nobody nobody caught it nobody knew what that was so it'd be weird if they were kind of as on the nose with it and did the same thing but yeah man i i think science fiction naughty dog would be awesome yeah yeah i'm with you i know the movie kind of brought new life into this this franchise again so i i wouldn't be shocked if sony wants it addressed again you know just with the adaptation of the last of us that this is going to be coming up a lot so i I, i'm curious as to whether they would do an uncharted 5 i wouldn't be i wouldn't be upset if it was just as long as it's new characters if if uncharted 5 is where they go next and it's not nathan drake not elena not sullivan but you know equally engaging characters equally you know wild world jumping and all the other stuff that the the franchise is known for i'd be down because i I really did enjoy lost legacy um so i wouldn't be i wouldn't be opposed to new characters new setting but yeah same same dna i think i think what is probably we're gonna see is you know companies and, and developers are staffing up right they're trying to get multiple teams going at once because games take so long so Obviously, if Naughty Dog wants something, I'm sure Sony's going to give it to them. So I would hope that they would have maybe multiple teams going, um, you know, to kind of get some of those those things, you know, the Uncharted's and and whatnot still being made, but have like their their lead team working on something new. Um, you know, here's the hoping at least. But I don't think it would be Uncharted Five. I think whatever it is is going to be a reboot of the franchise. You know, whether it's Uncharted colon something or if it's maybe even a complete title change, but the same you know story. So I don't think it would be Uncharted Five though, because I, you'd have to have Drake in it if you did, and I don't I don't see that happening. But sure, it's good stuff, man. All right. Well, happy fifteenth birthday to Uncharted. Yay. All right, moving on, final topic. Let's hear it, John. All right, it's time, Nick. It's time after disrespect, after disrespect. We have to bring it back. We have to do it right. All right, and... uh, you know, as you guys could kind of tell earlier, I am bouncing around right now. I am I am not really finding something to settle in. I've tried Cyberpunk lately. I, I'm still playing Far Cry 6, but I'm getting to the point where it's like, do I want to keep going? Or, you know, because obviously we all know Far Cry is Far Cry and it's going to be the same thing for the next 20 hours, or do I pick something new? So, Wheel of Destiny time, friends. Oh, all right. gosh. I've got six games that I've decided to put on here. Ooh. And we're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to see what's going to happen. All right? All right. All right. So, going to go through the games here. Tales of Arise, right? And I wanna, you know, that's obviously going to make the list. I want to maybe go keep going with that. Far Cry 6, I'm throwing back on there, too, because I do enjoy it. It's just, you know, should I, should I be playing something else? Uh, and then we're adding Chicory to get through that. 
Uh, I am putting a Plague Tale back on there because from the little bit that I did play of that, um, you know, a month or so ago, I really did enjoy it. I just, you know, um, I something else came came out and I got distracted, of course, as as you guys are probably starting to see a trend of. Uh, and then I have Disco Elysium because I cannot shake that game from my brain. I just can't do it. I, I have to see this game, um, whether I just watch a fucking walk through the whole time or not. But like, I, I just can't not get that game out of my head. And then lastly, and you're going to love this one, Nick, uh, do I go back into Deathloop to get the Platinum Trophy? I'm putting that on there as a game as well. Um, so. Wait, wait. Oh. Oh, you're guessing? Where's Death Stranding? <laughs> no, Kojima will never be allowed. Oh, it's so, going oh, to be Deathloop just because it's half of the name. Uh, and what are the what are the rules here? Are you are you is is are you locking yourself into this game, or it's just you're gonna make a, a increased effort to focus on this game and then see where you land? I am locking this in. If it's anything, it, I'm locking it in. If it's if it's not chicory, I might supplement whatever it is with chicory because it's a shorter game. If that make, does that make sense? Okay, okay. okay. You know, if, but, if if there's just like a day where I come home and I'm like, I don't want to clear another fucking bandit camp in Far Cry, I might you know pop on chicory, but. Um, I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, I want to stick to it because I'm starting to, you know, God of War is coming out. Uh, and then as soon as, you know, and then Callisto Protocol, then uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, then, then um, <laughs> Dead Space. So I got to get going, man. I got to get some of this shit done. So. Oh, man, if you hit Tales of Arise, good luck, bud. <laughs> I know. And, and weirdly enough, that's the one I want. So we'll, we'll see. All right, oh, drum, boy, up, drum up, go. please. All right. All right, we are spinning. I'm gonna close my eyes too and wait till I hear some like celebratory things. Oh boy. That's <laughs> uh, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. <laughs> all right, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. All right. Here we go. I, it, this is exciting because I'm with you. This 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 is the greatest game of the generation, as we've been told. I've been none, told, man, and every single person that does it. it. <laughs> Like well, I we, just yeah I got I got I I think what I have to do with this is I'm gonna have to at least open up like a, a text walkthrough of just like you go here and then you do this and then you do this until I get the rhythm you know we always get that rhythm of a game mm -hmm. and once I can get that I think I'll be fine but there's just so much in the beginning where it's like you know you have the I don't I think it's like 16 or 24 different parts of your brain that can be characters and there's just so much going on so um, that's yeah I'm kind of excited too man because you know I I feel like I can't disrespect the, the wheel twice, at least. If you know this game was made by people who have Stalin's picture in their office, so I don't want them coming after me. Um, so we'll see. Uh, is this? Do you think a remote play candidate? Do you think you could play this remotely? Ooh, ooh, yeah. I, I don't see. I don't. There's no combat. I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah I'm curious I, if I, that's possible. I've actually been thinking of like you know looking into a backbone because on uh, Sacred Symbols, Colin just got one and uh, he loves it. You know, he's like, I just use it to play my turn-based games, my, you know, short little pixel-based things, and, like, it works perfectly if you're in the same house, at least, so, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive, because I have a Switch, but, you know, yeah, that might not be a bad thing to get, um, yeah. Yeah, well, the, as, as you had mentioned, when you talked about the backbone, that the iPhone might 
move to USB-C, which they did not. Ah. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so at least you'll you can use the backbone if as long as you get don't go at least up until the iPhone 14, it, it's usable. So, good call, good call. <laughs> All, right. All right, well there we go. Awesome. That is six things. You know, it, not a not a very exciting week, but you know, we we brought it. We brought six hopefully, things. Hopefully, it was a little entertaining. Yeah, a little different from our usual conference-filled pace. So yeah, you know that's that's nice. All right, uh, what song are we leaving them on? I'm curious on this one. Uh, so <laughs> when I uh, when I open Tales of Arise for the first time, it immediately goes into the intro song, and I gotta admit, I just started laughing because it hits you like a fucking ton of bricks, where it's like the most Japanese crazy you know, like anime song you've ever heard, and it is called uh, Hibana by Kankaku Piero. Uh, and so enjoy. Uh, it made me laugh. I don't know if it'll make you laugh either because you might need the context of the game, but it's you know. Some pure Japanese goodness. Enjoy. Cool. All right. Well, just uh, have you got any teases for next week? No. Other I'm, than I, more I, Disco Elysium? I really hope that, yeah, I can, you know, come come next week with some new things to say. I got a pretty busy weekend ahead of me. I'm actually going to go check out the uh, Michigan State football game tomorrow with some buddies. Uh, so that should be cool. Um, you know, that's where I went to, went to college. So, you know, it's going to be nice to get back there. Um, so probably won't have a lot of time tomorrow. And then Sunday I might have to go visit some family. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I just I'm, would love to, to chomp, take a big bite out of Disco. Yeah, yeah. Well, next week is the last week of September, which means we should probably be getting the <laughs> announcement oh. of the all the PlayStation Plus <laughs> Essential and Extra games to, oh, the, to distract you even more from Disco Elysium. I'm so never I'm sure buying those... a physical game again. <laughs> There's no point. <laughs> yeah, and so we'll be moving into a new month, so maybe we'll appear uh, into the, all the October games. Um, and then I still plan on checking out Spirit Fair nice. and beating Chicory, so... There might be some cool. updates on that front. So nice. that is it. We will leave you guys to your glorious weekend. We hope you enjoy it. And again, we thank you for listening to us. So enjoy the song that John picked. And if you don't like it, send your hate mail to PlayStationPalspot at gmail.com. So attention, John. Yeah, attention, John. And then also <laughs> you, you, cannot, you cannot do that and not suggest a, a song that you like. So perfect that's not that's that's only fair so all right so that's it we'll see you guys next week with six more things bye guys bye Yeah.